Welcome to The Awkward Mom. Today is a really special episode. Today we are joined by Nicole. She is a mom of two, and she's also the founder of Gorgeous Confidence, which is a skincare um, line, right? Mm-hmm. Um, geared towards like moms and their busy lives, because we all know that moms have super busy lives. Yes. So let's touch on that really quick before we dive into um, the rest of our agenda. Sure. <laughs> so can you explain Gorgeous Confidence a little bit? Sure. So I come, I've been in the beauty world for quite a bit. <laughs> Coming from the world of finance, I worked in um, my last real like finance job was at Dow Jones in New Jersey. Um, so I luckily got laid off in the 2008 recession. So happy. Took my severance, went to makeup school, got certified. Um, but before that, like I always wanted to have a skincare line and that was triggered, you know, like my both of my parents were entrepreneurs. So I used to go to like business conferences and entrepreneurship conferences with them as a teen in the 90s. Um, So I was, you know, like, and and I was like in the teenpreneur section of the conference. Um, So like we had to come up with business ideas and whatnot. And so like, that's kind of like where I got the idea initially that I want to start a skincare line. But you know, life never goes as planned. (laughs) I, I still and then also, you know, like, my parents and nothing you know this is not like a judgment against them like that wasn't like a real career at that time to present to them it was just like no like I come from like you know teacher accountant lawyer doctor engineer kind of thing so you know I put that to the side and was like okay I'll do that later and went to college studied finance um with a minor in marketing got an internship at Pfizer um during my junior senior year of colleges and I just knew I was going to be on the east coast like I went to school in the south but like (laughs) interning in New Jersey and being in New York on the weekend I was like oh yep I'll be here after college (laughs) um you know so I didn't get hired by Pfizer after college because they had a hiring freeze two weeks before my graduation (laughs) so I like oh my god like I have to start interviewing because I had you know like I was so gelled with the Pfizer team that I just knew they were going to hire me like we were already in talk so like that hiring freeze threw everybody off um so I ended up getting a job at Verizon at their corporate headquarters um working in their pension fund division um utilizing my degree right (laughs) and it was you know it was it was not all it was cracked up to be. I don't know if Pfizer gave us a false sense of what corporate life was because my <laughs> internships were so much fun. And somehow after graduation, the real world the real world work was not as fun. So anyway, I stayed at Verizon for about two and a half years and then I went to Dow Jones. Um, so now it's like end of 2007, beginning of 2008. At this time, there's rumblings of the recession coming, um, but it wasn't until later that year, actually, sorry, a year later in 2009 is when I got laid off um, for, you know, recession and downsizing purposes. I was praying, Sarah, for this 
<laughs> to be let go. So like other <laughs> people were unhappy. <laughs> I was 24 and felt like, oh my God, this is my chance to like do what I want. Yep. So I took my severance, went to makeup school in New York. And I was just like, well, I'm I'm at least getting on the path to my skincare line, just getting in the beauty industry. Cause I figured like I, I could be a working, you know, I could get my income to live yeah. from being a makeup artist while I worked on my skincare line. Um, so fast forward from 2009 to about 2014. And it took a while because again, life gets in the way. My mom got ill and we had to move and help her with her lung transplant and whatnot. So it was like, you know, some delays in there. Um, so I finally launched with my first skincare line called Bubbles and Butter, and I was hand making everything. So lotions, body washes, bombs, bath salts, those kind of things. So it's like your own spa time. And um, just working in the makeup industry and also at this time, like also contracting and consulting with other beauty brands I was like learning how brands were getting into stores getting into press and all of these things I was just applying it to bubbles and butter at that time so I got into 12 retail stores with bubbles and butter and it was cool like I wasn't even like concerned about e-commerce at that time because I was like oh like I like these big one-time or you know big periodic orders I should say from stores and yeah. then it's kind of like a lull, busy, lull, busy kind of thing. Like it kind of worked. And I was like, oh, I'll get into e-commerce eventually, but it wasn't urgent. Right. Fast forward to 2020, I am now pregnant with my twins <laughs> due June, 2020. So everybody knows what happened in 2020, right? So like <laughs> yeah. March 8th, I had my baby shower slash gender reveal. And then March 12th, everything shut down. And then March 13th, all the 12 stores I was in was closed. This is all, that was my week. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, like, like the, like getting laid off at Dow Jones, I looked at this like, okay, what's the opportunity? One, I knew I wasn't going to be able to make products um whenever I wanted or had the freedom with two kids I didn't know how crazy it would be with two kids I just predicted that you know this this may have to change a bit <laughs> um so like I I was just like okay this is an opportunity I had to close down I didn't have the energy like everybody was pivoting and you know reinventing yeah, yeah. I kind of had to hunker down I was like <laughs> super pregnant at this point um <laughs> So I, you know, I kind of like, you know, looked at it with, with the opportunity I joined. I was actually currently enrolled while when um, COVID hit in the Cornell University's Women Entrepreneurship Program. So I was in that. I joined the business mastermind shortly after. So like I was just, it was just like a perfect storm of like what's next. And I was sitting on the name Gorgeous Confidence for years, like eight years, I think the URL, I had the Instagram, the Facebook, I had everything from like eight years, <laughs> just sitting on it, renewing it on GoDaddy every year. So in my mastermind, um, I was sharing my issue like that I was making all my products before. This is not really going to work with kids, with twins on, on top of that. What can I do to re reinvent, to relaunch my business? So that's when, you know, just with a lot of brainstorming with my coach that, 
it would be really beneficial because now you're living it to create a skincare line dedicated to moms because you know firsthand how time is such a big factor. And then also just, um, just this desire that moms have to want to look healthy, want to look presentable, you know, like unlike our parents, like we live in the age of Instagram where, you know, you need to at least be selfie ready. (laughs) Right. Um, at any moment. Um, so that's kind of like how Gorgeous Confidence came about. And so once we decided on the target and the purpose and the mission behind it, which is really to help moms thrive, the bigger picture of it, and really be intentional about self-care, um, we launched. And I worked with a manufacturer for a long time, like just, you know, just packing the each product in the three-step system with ingredients that all did something like everything, every ingredient needed to be put to work because it needed to be three steps so that moms didn't have 10 steps to do or 17 steps to do (laughs) to get the benefit of having a skincare routine. So that's the long (laughs) awkward (laughs) story to gorgeous confidence, but there it goes. Well, that's, it is a long story, but that's really amazing from where you started to where you are now. And it's, I feel like it's really inspiring, especially that you were able to continue doing it after having twins and everything. I mean, I had my son and after I had him, I was like, I can't do anything. I have to watch him like a hawk. Mm-hmm. And now I have my daughter with my son and I feel like now I just know what to do but I can't imagine having two right away and still being able to bring back a business that had unfortunately had to stop because of what happened. Yeah. 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 I think, you know, like I, I recognize that it was a Herculean effort, but you know, like, I feel like it was almost like my therapy for taking my mind off of what was going on in the world. I know when I was pregnant, I was 35. So the doctors were treating me like I was geriatric, high risk, all of these things. And I was like being watched like a hawk because of, and and also was because it was twins. I knew as soon as COVID, as soon as I heard about COVID hitting and like everything shut down, I knew mentally I couldn't internalize that amount of stress or else I would have gone into early term labor so like I knew I had to kind of like be aware but also like tune out so like working on the business and then also being in the Cornell University entrepreneurship program they encouraged you to work on a live business that was happening so it was like I was like planning and doing a whole business plan while I was in the course on gorgeous confidence. So it was kind of like I was doing multitasking, right? That's what moms are great at. So it, <laughs> it was like I got, I, you know, I conceptualized and really had time to think about it because I wasn't in a rush. I had these young kids and I also had to wake up early to get my assignments done. <laughs> so like I just had like quiet time and whatnot. And then also I think because I joined a lot of twin mom groups when I say a lot I think like five of them before I had them and like the biggest thing that stood out to me was to get them on the schedule 
on a schedule from day yes. one. And that just, that just kind of was cemented <laughs> for me. So I mean, in the hospital, <laughs> it's, it's easy with the nurses to help you be on the schedule, but we just kept it when we got home. And I think, you know, just knowing that both of them will be sleeping at the same time, although my daughter fights sleep, like she'll eventually go to sleep and they eat at the same time. So I saw the moms in the group early on who always had a kid up because there wasn't a schedule. And then I saw the moms who seemed pretty sane because their kids were on the schedule. So I was like, you know what? Like, <laughs> I think the schedule thing is, is the way to go. So I think that was key with everything. And even now, um, they're still taking two naps. I mean, they st they're still taking a nap a day. You know, they started with two naps. So they're taking right. one nap a day from like 12 to three. So and then they wake up at 7.30 and, you know, like we, it's still pretty regimented. And I think that really helps with productivity outside of um, parent life. Yeah, I, I completely agree because with my son, he had no schedule. I was winging it basically, and mm -hmm. it was not great. I didn't have like any time for anything I did for like the first year. Now with my daughter, she's only four months old. And she's on a schedule and she goes to sleep at this time. She wakes up at this time. It's very predictable. I'm like, mm -hmm. I can do this and I can do that. And I have all this time. And like, it's so much easier when they're on a schedule. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I could take, I could confidently take a meeting at like 1 yeah. PM because I know that they're sleeping. I mean, you know, there's, yeah. there's also, you know, random times where, you know, teething and like other things are yeah. coming up, but like, you know, you, you make concessions for those, but in general, like you could predict it. And that just, I don't know, it just adds more calmness to the crazy world of being a mom. Yes. So since you have twins, how has motherhood really looked for you with doing both the business and also with twins at home? Because I'm assuming even though they're on a schedule, it can be really stressful at times. How do you like keep your calm? <laughs> so I would say two things that come to mind immediately is I prioritize rest. I grew up with like watching my mom and watching other women in my family, aunts, grandmothers, whoever just work around the clock. Like they have to be up late past the family and up early before the family. And then I also verbally heard that a woman's work is never done. I get that. It's never done, right? But it has to be done for the day at some point. So I feel like before kids, and I this may have come from being in the finance world and like using my left brain side of just like, writing out this is what I have to do today that like this is a do or die not maybe list this is like this is what has to get done today but I didn't have like set times the difference now with the kids is that I have to be specific of what I'm doing with my time so it's like if I have if there's napping from 12 to 3 I am intentional with like oh I'm gonna take a lunch break from 12 to 1245 and then 1245 to one I'm gonna make my nail appointment for Friday so I'm not like calling and trying to get fit in on Friday so it's like it's I'm still like writing out what I need to do in the day but it's like I'm breaking down my available time 
even like further. So it's like I have a standing appointment in my calendar that every Wednesday I clip their fingernails and toenails because I was just waiting until they were scratching me to say, oh, shoot, I need to clip your your nails. Like (laughs) just scratch my face. So it's just like the more I get out of my brain and onto a calendar, onto my calendar has worked. And before having kids, like I would have resented all of this. Like this is just too much detail on the calendar but it really just frees up so much brain space because there's a thousand things to be thinking about as a mom so it's like the more I could get out it has helped um so it's just I would say that so it's like even with this podcast for you like I know seven to eight I'm booked with you eight to 8 30 I have another thing then I have a break to get breakfast coffee whatever and then I have my nine so it's like utilizing my time and it also helps me not to like just be randomly scrolling through Instagram it's like I don't have time for that like I only have 30 minutes to get this done that's a good point because I know there are some days especially when the kids are like being really rowdy and I'm like I just need a little bit more of a break and then I sit down and I'm like oh what's happening on Instagram and I'm like oh well there goes the break that I was going to do to go do something productive and no Mm -hmm. now I just sat for yeah and I don't want to knock scrolling on something sometimes you know like I like Instagram for entertainment so sometimes that is my break but like I realized like I wasn't there was a period where I was like what did I eat today like I would just be eating like I would have my coffee like (laughs) that was like my standard and then I wouldn't eat till dinner like it's just all day so so I recently I would say in the last maybe three months like I've been like no I have to have a lunch break where I'm eating and also they're sleeping so it's the best time to eat because I don't have like little people trying to taste my food while I'm eating so it's like a true like rest and then while I'm eating I may be scrolling Instagram but at least I am replenishing myself right which is I've started doing that too I'm like okay once you're down for a nap that's when I can eat yeah my son's like why don't you eat now and I'm like because I just, I yeah. just need some time. <laughs> yeah. If you know, you know, like you just need that. Uh, off the clock time. <laughs> yes. So do you do this all from like home? Yes. yes. Do you have anyone else like during the day to help you with the kids or are you like full time? It's, it's just my husband and I. So we take shifts and which, which has been like super beneficial with us working from home so like as an example like Monday Monday Tuesday Wednesdays he has morning shifts so that means like from the time they wake up to nap time nap time that two and a half to three hour period is the lull of the day (laughs) so whatever you want to do basically (laughs) and then I have them evening shifts so like when they wake up we you know to lunch um, playtime, then they always have oatmeal right before bed, toy cleanup, teeth brushing, bath time, all of that stuff. And then Thursday, Friday, it's flipped usually. So I have mornings and then he has evening shifts. And then the weekend, we kind of blend. It's, it's both of us on. That's a really nice way to work it out at home. Like that's so nice. Yeah. I'm so happy we thought about it, Sarah. Like, like this is one of the best things because you could literally have a block of time to manage it. And that's the other thing I think what made me be 
more nuanced with what I did with that block because it's like I have 10 things to do so like for instance their their second birthday is June 2nd so I'm in like deep party planning (laughs) this week right I'm like okay I need to make my nail appointment it's like when am I getting my stuff done when am I getting their stuff done oh let me check their Etsy orders make sure their clothes are on the way for the party when do I need to order the cake so it's like that's probably what I'll be doing when they're sleeping but I know I'll have an hour to do that along with shooting content while they're sleeping for Instagram (laughs) and TikTok so it's like some things I say for when he has them, when my husband has them, and then some things I say for that low period because it doesn't, it's not a big deal if they're up. Like I could call and make my nail appointment if they're up. Right. <laughs> but it's, I, I really try to like get detailed for the time I have off. It's like meetings, okay, I gotta have block off these meetings, this meeting time. I'll have two hours of meetings if I have to. <laughs> yep. Yep. I feel like it's, it's really good to have it all out. Like you said, cause it gets it out of your brain and then you can really see where, where everything is and block it out the right way. Because I know like today I knew I was going to have this interview with you and I was like, okay, then this time I need to find someone to watch the kids. Cause I cannot do this while watching the kids at the same time. So my, mom, <laughs> my mom's watching the kids, which is awesome. But normally I'm like, after the kids go to bed at seven o'clock and I'm like eight o'clock. Okay. Editing for the next half hour to hour. Perfect. (laughs) So it it helps to really like block it out and schedule it. I probably should make a calendar like you do, but I have those perfect, But like, I keep adding to it every week because I'm like, I don't want to think about this, but yeah, go ahead. (laughs) But it's such a good idea. Like I always say I need a calendar, but then I buy like those little tiny calendars where you can barely add anything to it. I'm like, okay, I can at least write in that they have doctor's appointments, but then I have like an entire calendar, like month free because all I do is write in doctor's appointments. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I should really utilize this calendar a whole lot more. I just paid for this thing. (laughs) And you know what? Like I have, I have like a notebook and I just kind of like throw random things in there and I have to go back to it. So it's like, I'll think like, okay, like I need to have a schedule for when I'm washing my hair, for instance, like it shouldn't be random. (laughs) Like it needs to be like, because it's a lot like I have to wash it and blow dry it and you know and then all these things and then it it's like if I mentally know I'm gonna spend two hours doing my hair then I could plan it's just it's like you're preparing for it mentally before it even gets there and so it's like oh I could cue up my podcast or I could do this or I could do that just to be productive or it could just be music it doesn't always have to be like something productive going on but like I just hate the, I hate being like thrown into things. And so like, I try to like plan it as much as possible. So like, I'll think like, oh, like I need to be regimented in my exercise schedule. What does that look like? I don't, I'm currently not a member of the gym, but like, you know, my Amazon membership has exercise classes. So maybe I should, first of all, find which ones I want to do because I don't want to wake up and spend 30 minutes looking for an exercise program to do so it's like once I know I want to do something then I then I could backtrack 
on the planning of it. So by the time it comes, it seamlessly happens. Like I could just wake up, put on my leggings and turn on the TV and do my, (laughs) and do my routine on mute because we're not waking up kids. (laughs) (laughs) That is a good idea. Cause I've always been like, how do I do this at home without waking anybody else up? Because I live with my in-laws too. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, I can't wake up the kids and I can't wake my in-laws up. And I'm like, how do I do this? I never Mm -hmm. even thought about putting it on mute. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not fun on mute per se, but it's like, what it's like mom life it keeps going back yeah. to mom life right it's like this is this is just the season I'm in and I remember like a, a few years ago like my mother-in-law said to me um I forgot what we were talking about but she said everything is temporary you know until you die everything is temporary and that just stuck into me stuck with me because I'm just like even you know having to work out on mute having to be so like on top of my schedule, even though I feel like there's a lot of work to do. I'm seeing the benefits of it. So I'm like, okay, I need to do more of it. Yep. I feel like it's a season. So then when the kid, and then it makes it so that when I'm with the kids, I'm not like stressing about things or like trying to do a phone call while they're screaming for a toy or water or to be read to or whatnot. It allows me to be more relaxed and present when I'm with them versus like, oh my God, like, can y'all just leave me alone? I need to do this then the third. So I just noticed that with me, like, I just, I'm just like, okay, like it's mom time and it's not any stress because like I either maximized my time without them or I didn't. And it's up to me to, to, you know, to make sure that they're not getting the short end of the stick because I don't want them to feel, feel that they're getting that with with their mom. I think that's really important and really, really awesome on your side to really make sure that the time that you spend with them is like maximized quality with your kids. Cause I know there are some days, I mean, I'm home alone with the kids for 12 hours at a time. And there are some days I'm like, I just can't, I just can't, I need like time to myself, but my son only takes like an hour nap now once a day, like obviously once a day, but so he's always next to me and he won't leave me alone. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, I just need to go on like Instagram for like five minutes. But then he's like, mommy, read this mommy. I want to do this. It would be nice to have things blocked out just like you have. So I can be a lot more present in those times. I'd have to figure out how to do that with him, but you only have 60 minutes to yourself so like that that's tough I would say yes and it's it's if I get that 60 minutes because if he's napping it's not a guarantee that the baby's napping at the same time Mm -hmm. so a lot of times I don't get that 60 minutes of just quiet and I have to wait until like my husband comes home and then it's I have to wait until after bedtime, but then at that point, I'm just like, I might as well just go to bed myself. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it's tough. And you know what? Like, this is where, like, the order of and the order of your kids and how old they are is such a factor. So it's like, to me and my husband, we're like, oh, it must be so much easier to have kids staggered, like one older and then a break. But then 
when I hear stories from you and then other moms who have them staggered, it's like, no, they're in different stages. So it's like a four-month-old sleeping schedule is different. Then how old is your son? He's three. He's three. Yeah. So different from a three-year-old. So it's like, you know, and then I have to be like, I'll hear like, I don't know how y'all do it with twins. So I feel like everybody doesn't know how the other person is doing it, but there's pros and cons to both. Right. So it's like, yes, with twins at the same age, develop development there's a lot of challenges with that happening um and them not having an older sibling or a younger sibling but like doing the same things at the same time but then I know with moms who have kids at different ages it's like complete like it's it's just completely different for each kid so yes kudos to you like (laughs) I'm like, sometimes I feel like I have it easier with twins, but then, you know, again, there's pros and cons. Exactly. And everybody has their own different situations too. So I'm sure if we both had twins at the same time, it would be completely different because we're completely different moms and our parenting style is completely different. And Mm -hmm. yeah. (laughs) All the things, all the things. Yeah. So, yeah. So I, you know, for our listeners, I feel like, you know, don't, you can't be harsh on yourself or judge yourself. It's like you have your way. It's like a general way. I think that all moms could pull different pieces that work for them, but then you have to like really be clear on what works for you and your family. Yes, definitely. Because I find the worst thing you can do as a mom, or at least one of the worst things is compare yourself and your kids to someone else's family and how they're doing it. Because especially on social media, no one really posts the bad stuff. They only post like the really nice stuff. Mm -hmm. So you can sit there scrolling and being like, I feel like such a terrible mom because I'm not doing this art activity or I'm not going to the beach with my kids or whatever the thing is. And it's the worst thing you can do is compare yourself because you don't know what's happening outside of those pictures. Yeah, totally. Totally. And like, you don't like, if you look at what each of us post on social media, like we're thinking about like, should I post this? Should I post that? So like, you have to think other people are doing that as well too. And you know, like social media is like a whole different world now. And I shouldn't even say different world. It's just an extension of our world. So like it's, it impacts all of us. Like we're all on it in some sort of way. Yeah. So I think for our listeners, just don't compare yourself to other moms because yeah. one mom might look like she's got everything going well, but you don't know what happens behind those closed doors. Correct. Correct. <laughs> and say it louder. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here, but <laughs> what are you doing for mental maternal I this phrase is so hard for me to say. Is it maternal mental health? awareness week (laughs) yes so it is such a tongue twister I feel like yeah honestly I've been trying to be very observant of myself and being alone with two kids for 12 13 hours a day by myself Mm -hmm. can be really hard and I can lose my patience very quickly or at some point throughout the day I do. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to 
focus on calming techniques. And yeah. so far I've, I've only really gotten really good at taking deep breaths and walking away, but because I have to be really conscious of what my son is seeing, because he's at that age where he's copying how I'm acting. So if I get really frustrated and I start to yell, when he gets frustrated, he starts to yell. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying really hard this month. And I think starting this month, I've tried really hard. And I'm going to continue to try really hard to be really observant about how I'm acting when I'm starting to get flustered. So I can take a step back before I get completely overwhelmed, because that's never a good feeling when you're at 100 and you need to get down. So you yeah. can do life. It's like recognizing you're, you're escalating <laughs> before yes. you're like at the top. That's actually great. Um, breathing has helped me a lot as well. That's also like a newer technique. And I realized like how much I wasn't taking deep breaths and even right. like, even like when I'm at rest, it's like I'm taking like little shallow breaths and I'm like, no, I need to take deep breath while I'm watching TV or <laughs> anything I'm doing. So it's, it's definitely a practice, but I feel the difference already. So I, de I definitely want to continue. Yes, it's definitely started helping a lot because I've noticed before I was being observant, I would get really like tight and I, I would just start like almost start yelling immediately whenever something would happen. And now I'm just like, nope, just gonna, I gotta breathe. I gotta breathe. He's, he's yeah. not doing anything that's, that's dangerous. He's just being annoying at this point. So I just yeah. gotta breathe. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And, but Sarah, I, was, I also wanna commend you. You know, you commended me for launching a business with twins during COVID, but you launched a whole podcast with two kids and a four month old as the youngest so I just want to commend you if you're feeling like you're not doing enough because well, it's I'm just like starting to work on a podcast and I'm like oh this is like once you start involving other people's schedule it's like okay like I gotta be serious yeah it's I won't lie when the first time I, I did a pot like a I did a guest episode for someone else I was like I'm so nervous and then when you contacted me to be here, I was like, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm like, this is real. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'm putting a real thing out in the world. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's an added responsibility. So, you know, I just want to commend you that, you know, this is, this is big. Um, your podcast and like just seeing other moms have podcasts I'm, is one of the reasons I was like, oh, okay, I could, I could do this. Like, and you know, these are like, you have kids under five like I have kids yeah. under five so it's like it's different again if you have like teenage kids or you know different stages of kids it's like I could relate to the moms with kids under five even under four or right <laughs> so <laughs> it's just a different world just a different world so I just want to commend you because it's like okay like seeing you do it and you know a few other moms so I was like okay I could do it yes I think well th first thank you and the second this was one of my plans kind of to give myself something that was just mine mm -hmm. with my son. I had nothing that was mine. My life revolved around him. And I, I had really bad postpartum depression and I didn't want to deal with that again. So I prioritized myself this time around and things are going so well. 
and being able to have something that's just mine that no one else can touch that no one else can mess up in some way yeah I have my own space it has helped my mental health so much and I just feel happier doing it yeah it's a creative outlet for you yes (laughs) yeah so important um yeah and we could I know we're like close on time, but like, even just like carving out time for yourself as a mom, is like, I feel like a whole different, a whole other episode. Right. It's It's so so important. Yeah. (laughs) It's so important. Uh, Yeah. So much to say on that. Right. I wish I had known how important it was when I had my son, because I just pushed it aside. Like it wasn't a thing and, but it is so important yeah. I wish I had more words but <laughs> yeah yeah that's why I said it's a whole other episode because it's like I need time to think about why if I'm gonna share it with with you know first-time moms moms pregnant like why you should be thinking about it now um because I feel like it's just part of your recovery and coming back to your new self I heard this analogy when I was pregnant or right after it's like pregnancy and having a kid is like everything in your world shatters including like your body but it comes back but it's like you know when a uh, like a vase or a glass is broken you can glue it back but it will never be the same like the original so it's like it's not that I don't know if I should say we're broken glass but like (laughs) you're like remote it's like you know like everything comes apart when you're when you have a kid but to put it back together it's still you but it's just put together in a different way it's right it's not going to be the same like before having a mom but you're still there but you got to find it differently right and you also have to prioritize it yeah 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 it's so true I like that though I like that idea of like yeah not that we're shattering because it's not like we're broken we're not saying that we're broken yeah that's why when I said I was like uh. <laughs> but we come back we gotta remix this differently yeah but it's we're still the same we're not the same person before having kids but we're still there yeah it's almost it's like really hard silly, to explain putty, right it's like silly putty comes in the package a certain way once you change the shape or whatnot it's never going to be in the original shape that it came in I like that silly putty I'm gonna have to remember that yeah I think I like that better than the glass (laughs) the glass just is like whoa like no yeah (laughs) all right I don't mean to cut this short but I can hear my baby crying because she needs to eat (laughs) yes totally thank you for joining us where can our listeners find you if they want to check out Gorgeous Confidence or your podcast that you're working on? Yeah, so everything is on gorgeousconfidence.com. Um, the podcast, we are planning to launch it in this summer, summer 2022. <laughs> I don't want to give us, it's either going to be June or July, but sometime right. this summer. Um and so we'll have that linked from gorgeousconfidence.com as well too. And then I um, Instagram, Gorgeous Confidence, Facebook, Gorgeous Confidence, TikTok, Gorgeous Confidence, just search Gorgeous Confidence and you'll find. <laughs> and then I also have a gift for the listeners. Um, if you go to 5minuteskincarerouteine.com, I have like a 
guide, an ebook on like ingredients, must have ingredients that you should use on your face and like just how to distill it down and like what they actually do to help keep your skin radiant and healthy. Because I consider motherhood like the most demanding period of your life. And you just want to have tools, you know, like the behind the scenes to help you show up to motherhood and actually remember it and love how you look when you look back at pictures when you're 80 years old when not be hiding you know yes so that's our whole thing our whole thing is helping mothers thrive so just join us on gorgeousconfidence.com and hopefully we can add value to your motherhood life Fantastic. Thank you. I will make sure to add all of those links in the notes. So listeners, if you want to um, go to any of Gorgeous Confidence or that um, link for the, uh, I'm going to call it a prize. I, I forget what to call it, but I'll add that <laughs> link as well. Um, but thank you, Nicole, so much for joining today. I really enjoyed talking with you about everything. You're very welcome. And I'll, I'll reach out to you so you, I can have you on our podcast. Perfect. Sounds good to me. (laughs) Cool. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sarah. We will talk soon for sure. Yes. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.